Hello and welcome to D2C Podcast. I'm Eric Dick. Today's episode is a very special one. I've been using MetaAd since about 2011 when I first tried to sell a red bubble Donnie Darko t-shirt to fans of the movie Donnie Darko. Now, especially at Pilot House over the last three years, I've witnessed the incredible power and scale of what can be done with Meta Ads for businesses big and small. Today's podcast guest is SVP Ads at Meta. Goksu Nebel Perlman. Now she's been on the other side of the equation and her unique role at Meta has given her end-to-end creation to launch control over most of the ad tools and features that we've all come to love over the years. Goksu understands better than any platform side person I've met the inner workings of digital performance marketing and how to maximize your returns on Meta ads. Today we go deep on Goksu's crowning achievement at Meta, Advantage Plus Campaigns or ASC, which are Meta's generative AI ad building tools, which they rolled out earlier this year to pretty much universal acclaim. Listen to this podcast for a clear roadmap of how to fully leverage Meta's AI in this year's first ever AI-powered Q4. You'll learn how Advantage Plus campaigns are designed to help you uncover blind spots in both your audience and creative with some cool examples. We've also been saying it for years and Meta agrees that creative is the new targeting, so we'll uncover the best ways to increase your creative velocity with AI and ASC. Hope you like this one. On with the show. An advertiser cannot talk about the holiday season early enough. And this is gonna be the holiday of AI. First holiday cycle powered by AI, I think for both consumers and marketers, which is super exciting and interesting. This is that tipping point. We're now there and I think this is why it's super exciting. And I think the more we lean in and help these models and tools develop to achieve the outcomes we need. I mean, we, marketers need to lean in and use these. And, you know, with more learning, it's machine learning. So it needs that. They're going to get smarter and better. So lean into the AI-powered tools. It'll be more efficient, more powerful, and hopefully better returns for the overall campaigns you're running. Goksu, welcome to the D2C podcast. I am extremely excited to have you here. I feel like you have probably had your hands on so many of the tools that I have worked on over the past five years when it comes to the meta ad suite. How's it going? It's going really well and great to be here, Eric. Thanks for the invite. So what do you think is the highest impact aspect of the meta ads platform as far as you're concerned right now? I think right now you're seeing in the industry and industry at large, a big conversation around, obviously, generative AI. And I think what's really shining here is that, you know, AI overall for us is not a new thing. Actually, we've been working on AI for years um, at Meta. Dating back to 2006, Facebook feed was powered by AI. So I think now we're starting to see, for example, Advantage Plus portfolio of products really taking, uh, you know, having traction in the market because of the AI that it's powered by. And that's super exciting, hearing a lot of great stories of success that, you know, many businesses are finding on the platform. And that for me and my team and the, you know, company at large is is just such a, a gratifying place to be. I want to dive in on ASC and generative AI, but first I want to give the listeners just a bit more of a background of you and your hero's journey at Meta. Can you tell us a little bit about what your time at Meta has been like, what you've had your hands on? 
Yes, absolutely. So I joined Meta around uh, seven years ago. It's been more than seven years now. Always in the space of business products and advertising. And always in this area that's uh, the function that I've been uh, leading is business uh, product marketing. And it really, the, the, the job is we're in charge of like overall go-to-market strategy for our advertising and business products. And also a lot of the insights in terms of what we should be building and what we should be focused on in terms of our roadmaps. And um, I joined here from Skype, Microsoft back in the day, like I said, 2016. And it's been just such a fantastic journey in terms of being able to support businesses of all sizes around the globe and being able to build products and then iterate on them and, you know, find uh, help, help businesses find success on the platform. And I think, you know, now it's the in 2022, the conversation really turned to AI. And this is the moment. And uh, in 2022, we did create this umbrella of products called Advantage Portfolio, which you know you and I just talked about a little bit. And it's been a huge runway hit in terms of um, its its takeoff in market. And that's that's just been very gratifying. But my entire journey here has been on the business and advertising side. And it sounds like you've had with your position, you, you're sometimes uh, your team and you are coming up with the products that that you want to build for advertisers. You're seeing them all the way through to to launching into the wild, which I feel in a company like Meta, as big as it is, it's probably rare to have someone who sees as many things from start to finish. It's a very, really um, exciting journey, really, because, you know, the team has to go and identify the problem statements, like the problems we should be go- going and solving, and then assessing with our product cross-functional partners, which are comprised of so many different functions in the company, uh, to see if we can solve these problems, are we well suited to address them, and how could we address them. From that comes the product roadmap that we actually build. And then, like you said, like the last mile, the actually execution of the product, taking it to market is also um, under the watch of my team. So it's a fun journey to see the very early idea that you might have come up with, you know, see fruition at the end and take it to market. And it's fun for us as advertisers to have all these great tools rolled out. I know just from my, you know, I'm, I'm talking about meta products at least once or twice a month with each of the different podcasts that we do. And the feedback on ASC has been pretty positive as far as rollouts go. It's interesting to me because you're right, like, you know, meta has been using AI for, a, you know, almost a decade or maybe longer in the in the feed and, and beyond. And what's the big difference, do you think, about this concept of generative AI and how it's becoming more more visibly impactful for advertisers on the platform. What 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 is ASC harnessing about generative AI that makes it even more useful? Yeah, I mean AI is such a hot topic. Any industry event you're at right now, AI is the only one and only thing we're talking about. But like you said, it's, it didn't you know pop overnight. I mean you know going back to 2006, we have this feed you know that's already powered by that, and and we operate under the tenet of that. And but we want to make sure that AI is practical, it's accessible, it's responsible, and actually it's being used in a way where it, it yields results. Right for every marketer here. Um, you know, in your company, anyone who's listening, I think the word optimize, optimization, these are things that I think we all have our in our lexicon. And I think that optimization is actually powered by AI. And uh, so we, the ad consolidation of products automation tools that we consolidated under the Advantage umbrella is AI powered. And so you're seeing a ton of DTC brands like Jones Road Beauty, WMP Eyewear, Zox achieve amazing results uh, using Advantage Plus shopping campaigns right now. And I, in fact, uh, you know, we quoted this in our last earnings in Q1. Um, daily revenue from Advantage Plus shopping campaigns is up 7x in the last six months 
that tells you how it's scaling. And I think the biggest thing here is that it really helps an advertiser automate every step of the ad creation process from start to finish. But there are also options, like for example, with Advantage Plus Creative, marketers have the option to let Meta automatically adjust the brightness, the aspect ratios, text placement, and all that, right? Like to optimize the, the ad. Advantage Plus Shopping Campaigns let you automate targeting, bidding, placement, like such important parts of the actual ad that you're running to find your new customers. Advantage uh, uh, Plus Audience will let you find, uh, you know, automate the targeting and find you the right audience. And obviously, we also have Shops Ads, which is part of our, um, in the portfolio. It's basically, it's using AI to send the customer to where they're most likely to convert, wherever that is, either your website or actually your shop on Instagram or Facebook, as long as it's an easy checkout experience. So you're seeing this AI, all of this is being powered by AI, and you have options to choose in terms of which one you want to use. That is all very much uh, growing, as I mentioned. And uh, Eric, like, what are you hearing in terms of the folks that you speak to and also obviously at the company? We talk all the time, ever since uh, the dreaded iOS uh, 14.5, which we shall no longer speak of, uh, event, uh, how the, the some of the aspects of targeting have been degrading. Some of the aspects of, of relying on your lookalike stacks and very specific audience targeting being one of the ways that you drive costs down and, and get higher conversion rates. That, since iOS 14.5, has gone away, or it's, it's gone away a little bit more so. And, and we talk so much on this podcast about letting your creative do the heavy lifting, letting your creative be the you know the bait on your hook, the thing that, that catches someone's attention, the thing that actually draws your audience to you. And that's always suited us as an agency at Pilothouse because we work really hard at coming up with our angles and making sure we have congruent funnels and all these things. What's so cool about ASC is it's, to me, it's like the first platform I've seen from an ad network that really recognizes this fact and allows you, you know, the fact that creative is the new targeting and really allows you to, you know, like uncover potential blind spots that you might've had previously when you were maybe setting up your audiences ahead of time. So I think that's, that's the one thing. And then just overall, just as it's a pretty positive, like in terms of it working as well or better than people's traditional campaign setups, it's rare that when something comes out of the gate, you hear buzz like that. But, but with this you did, which I think is a really good sign for, for the future of these, these AI products. I thank you for that insight. And I just want to pick up on something that you, I'm going to build on the thing you talked about, which is this creative is the new targeting. And, and we're hearing that a lot. And let me just give you my perspective on that is actually, you know, creating ads with specific messages, value prop and themes for distinct audiences is more important than granularly targeting audiences and like let AI handle the ad targeting tools. Like Advantage Plus Shopping is working because it does that really well. And uh, like we did a recent study basically, we found that out of 2,700 advertisers, creative diversification, super critical. It led to 32% improvement in cost per acquisition, 9% increase in incremental reach. Like this stuff works when you do it the right way. And I think the key thing to think about here is like the, the control topic, you know, out of all the things that you can control in our ad system, creative is one of the most important. So if you can actually like iterate on the creative with insights from your customers, it's like one of the strongest performance levers. I, I like if for those folks who are listening, I, I'd love for them to take this away. Like if you're looking for, which I know you are, to get performance gains, play with the creative, 
keep iterating on it. And I think that's that's why we like a, for advanced shopping, it's it's such a critical thing to make sure that it's, you're feeding it the you know uh, new creative and thinking about it. And I'll tell you this: we had an event uh, and. Um, Cody, who's the CMO, Cody Plofker of Jones Road Beauty, um, he, he said it so well, and I'm going to quote him on this, because he said um, he, he, the whole idea was about this, you know, creative as the new targeting, and he said, Advantage Plus shopping campaigns allows our team to get a lot of our time back, because we have confidence in machine learning and not needing to worry about manually overriding it. And then that allows us, to uh, us time uh, to spend our time focusing on new product launches. For us, creative is targeting, so we're always trying different messaging, and we'll throw that in Advantage Plus shopping campaigns, and that gives us great feedback on what's resonating and what's not. So like using it as a testing ground is like a brilliant uh, approach that many DDC brands are, I think, taking. It's also makes things simple because you, you mentioned, I forget the term exactly, but it's sort of like there, there was this feeling that when you had a new angle or you had new, something you wanted to test, you felt like you had to force feed Facebook to like serve it so that you'd be like, okay, well, I have this new angle. I want to put it out here and I don't want to just put it in my regular campaign. I want to put it on its own so it gets traffic. But the beauty of ASC is it's all one big gumbo pot and you can just kind of put in all these different angles from all of the, your different audiences that, you know, all the different value props that might appeal to different audiences as well as general ones. And then, you know, the gumbo pot just figures it out and you don't have to, you don't have to do all this, uh, all this forced work. And, and you know, the other thing is, I'll give you another case, like important case study, which I think most folks probably don't realize this. You, you, you approach ASC and you let it, let it take the creative and drive the performance. And then it really, with the measurement and the insights you get, you better understand where your ads are going to better perform. So actually the insights is that like you might end up with a whole new audience that you weren't targeting when you came in initially with a very narrow targeting. You know, you might end up finding a whole new, for example, for a brand that's selling, let's say, sports gear, if, if it's only targeting the ones who are going to wear the sports kit, not the mom, but all of a sudden you realize, actually, kit. you know what, yeah. the mom's the buyer. And and the, before you know, like you're, you're expanding your audience and you're reaching new, uh, obviously, p folks to acquire. That kind of insights is how I would also make sure that you're using ASC for. We have different scales of advertisers that listen to this podcast. We have Unilever who listens to this podcast. We have, uh, you know, startups and, and even earlier stage. Is ASC for everyone? Is ASC for people who are just starting for their Facebook campaign, looking for best results, maybe don't have a ton of material, as much as it is for Jones Road Beauty, who's spending, you know, millions, of, potentially a day sometimes on the platform? You know, it's a great question. And we, we have run some events where, you know, performance marketing summits where I would I would highly encourage folks to, you know, uh, go and find the recordings and actually watch those. But one key thing to take away from this is also this performance five. We talk about it in that and we try to keep it very simple. Any advertiser, large, small, wherever you're based in the world, we, we try to give you, like, this advice should really resonate. And if you want to grow and get better performance, these are the five things. First of all, simplify the account structure and put ad creative in one central campaign. That's one. Two, use automation tools to optimize campaigns. ASC, Advantage Shopping Campaigns. Differentiate your creative by audience. You and I already talked about that. You know, get the insights, differentiate, feed new creative. Utilize conversions API to improve campaign performance and making sure that you're getting the right measurement back. And last but not least, measure your campaigns with tools like, you know, conversion lift, A-B tests, and marketing mix modeling. These are the five things. I'm just like, simplify the ad account structure, 
use automation tools, differentiate the creative by audience, conversions API, and then measure with a bunch of tools like conversions, Lyft, and A-B testing, and MMM models. So I think these five should be very applicable to folks listening. And um, we've seen, and the, the, the reason why we're recommending these, like we, we have proof points that indicate when you do these five well, hopefully you'll get the best bang for the buck on the platform. Are there any of those that you find uh, listeners to this podcast or just advertisers in general are not taking up as quickly as you think they should? I think sometimes we don't see all five. And I would say, think about all, all five. Yeah. You know, and when you bring all of this together, it all works, you know, much, much, much better. Like the puzzle pieces fit together. So that, that would be my biggest advice in terms of, you know, making sure that the performance five, you know, you can, you can find a lot about that on our like uh, collateral. And I would just study that and learn that and try to apply that to the best degree possible. Now, we're talking about AI uh, internal to, to Facebook, and a lot of what we've discussed, especially back in the early days, sounds a lot like machine learning. It sounds a lot like, you know, looking for patterns, looking, you know, matching things up uh, as best as possible. And now we're talking a lot about generative AI. Probably everyone in this podcast is using ChatGPT. They're probably using uh, MidJourney or things like this. And I'm always interested in when, the, when, when Meta takes its next leap from like, hey, you input everything and we'll parse it and serve it in the right way. Way to make sure you get maximum conversion results to the point where they're incorporating either their own generative um, text or image platforms where, where Meta is actually playing a bigger role in, cre in the creation of the ad from just scanning the website. Or what, what, what can you say about that aspect of generative AI and the ad process? Yeah, this is this is great. I, I, what I'm really excited about is like, you know, an advertiser cannot talk about the holidays season early enough, right? It's July and like this is critical moments for all of us. And this is going to be the holiday of um, AI. First holiday cycle powered by AI, I think, for both consumers and marketers, which, uh, which is super exciting and interesting. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more tools come up and we're going to learn about these tools. For us, uh, we have the AI sandbox. Uh, which we've already announced. Uh, it's a, it's a basically a creative resource for brainstorming where you can b build different uh, text, different backgrounds, and have like some editing and cropping tools. So, uh, and one of the reasons why we're announcing them even before they're widely available, we're going to continuously make them widely available, is that we want to facilitate conversations with advertisers in the broader industry on the best use cases of these tools, because obviously they're quite nascent still. Uh, but yeah, AI-generated ads are, you know, definitely the, the thing. And I think one, one, um, one advice I would give, I guess, all marketers is that, like, I would ask, how can I use AI tools? It's not like it's going to replace the job. It's actually going to help enhance the job, hopefully create capacity for you. So how, how should a marketer be thinking about how can I use AI tools better, faster? How can I learn what's working? And these models need us, like we have the nuance as human beings. We need to teach the nuance. So how can we teach them what's working, what's not working to, you know, refine the strategy and everything? So I think this is... This is that tipping point where we, we're now there. And I think this is why it's super exciting to see how this, this holiday season is going to go with some of these AI tools. I can see the way ASC is, is being built 
Uh, and I can think of, you know, I came from a background of affiliate marketing, and I think that's kind of played through into the way Pilot House thinks about things like creative velocity, right? Creative velocity is something we talk about all the time on the podcast. Creative being the new targeting means that you quite often need a lot of it. And so I'm, I'm always interested in the way that our team is using generative AI to create so many different options when it comes to ad text or potentially when it comes to images as well. And I feel like that's going to be a really, when people, yeah, figure out how to feed ASC in the most efficient way with the, with the highest velocity and quality of creative, I feel like there's a real real win there. Spot on. And I think what I would say is like there are two critical ways AI is going to help us move faster. Like one is it's going to get smarter and it's going to get faster. So the feedback loop I just described about like AI to test multiple ad creatives and then you quickly incorporate that to optimize your campaigns and you know you're running new creatives, that gives you huge velocity you know, as an advertiser, as a marketer. And I think if it can take away some of the, you know, busy work, and then you're actually focused on more of the strategic work, more power to you, you know, and that's, that's one thing. The second thing is I think, and I think it's already probably doing this in many ways, it's going to accelerate the creative brainstorming process. Like the AI sandbox tool that I just talked about, it's super early days, but once you're generating ad copy, new backgrounds, aspect ratios, and everything at record speed, then you're going to be able to test various variations faster and mock things up and think about what you would want to change and, you know, the right models and the right backdrops and all of that. And this is like all generative AI at work. And I think, you know, you can do a lot before you invest in a full shoot, which we know it costs is very costly, right? So you can do a lot of the pre-work in a faster, more efficient way. So that's why I'm super excited by providing these tools. I think the other piece, we talked about it earlier, but just this, I, the way that AI can uncover your blind spots. Like every marketer has the creative they love best, maybe the audiences they love best, the ones that they, the, the way that they view the brand, you know, it quite often can limit the way you present the brand in a way that, that other people might like it. And I feel like AI is so good, whether whether you're just sort of downloading all of your customer reviews and looking for the, the the phrases that mean the most to people so that you can kind of put those into your ads. I think that's that's the other huge use for AI is just sort of like taking in huge amounts of information and kind of spinning gold from that in in a way that that can you can then feed into your ASC campaigns that resonates with more and more customers and uncovers the blind spots that you might have as a marketer. So true. And like one of the fun stories is like a blind spot in a way that you didn't know you had, like unknown, unknown. I'm, I'll give you this um, example. I, I referred to it a bit earlier. So Built Basics is a D2C menswear from Southern California. It's uh, one of our disruptor clients. They were one of the early testers of Ad, uh, Advantage Plus shopping campaigns back in Q4 of 2022, like end of last year. And they basically ran a bunch of ad creatives through the campaign and were surprised to see purchases from women. Uh, it's a menswear brand, and they're seeing women buying on Black Friday push. And uh, they had only thought they would only target traditional male buyer, only to realize that, oh, wow, there is a female buyer, people buying for their boyfriends, husbands, sons. And then actually, not only did they now broaden that, they have built a new line of clothes for women because of the insights. So that tells you, you know, so, so much is the, these like blind spots and unknowns. You kind of have to keep an open mind because those insights are going to give you hopefully net incremental learnings that you can go and expand and, you know, even come up with new product lines. 
or in some cases, they inform the whole brand. I think of, I just had my friend Brian, uh, who was formerly from Greater Than, which was a sporting drink that was like really geared towards men and hydration. And it had all these like heavy sporting imageries, you know, in its marketing. But they found out that it, it had become this like preferred drink to Pedialyte for breastfeeding mothers, which is like so much like the exact opposite market in some ways when it comes to how you might approach it. And I, it was through meta ads actually that this was fully uncovered. That, and that's actually now they've rebranded and their their whole business now is kind of on who buys it. And it's, it's a really great example of, of the power of meta, which we talk about all, I talk about all the time on the podcast and people, it's funny, we live, it's, you know, when you're building a business on the back of a giant like meta or Google or these, these other big players, you always have gripes. You always, you're always like, I was just talking, I'll actually send you the podcast with our, our head of research, Taylor. Uh, we did it. We did a big podcast just yesterday that'll come out tomorrow that's all about the different bid types. He, we we're running all these control tests against all the different bid types. He had this very specific gripe about post IDs and how you, it's much more difficult now to find post IDs. So this is all to say we have our gripes as marketers, but it, there's never been a tool that's been this valuable for advertisers in general, for whether you're running a restaurant, whether you've got a small community event, or whether you're running like an international conglomerate. So like just not to be too praiseworthy, but just thanks, by the way, for, for, for creating this. It's, it's pretty sweet. No, thank you. I, you know, the feedback, the constructive feedback, the, the feedback of success stories. I mean, those are all super valuable and I always, always appreciate hearing it and also appreciate hearing constructive feedback that we can take on board and hopefully incorporate in our next round of the roadmap and address. So, uh, but that, that's very, that, that's exciting to hear. Make it easier to find post IDs. That's a, that's it. That's the one right now. Make it easier to find though. Your because once you find that winning post that has all of your 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 feedback on it, has all your you know the conversations that maybe happen and the comments that have been answered. You really want to find that, and put it into other campaigns. And right now, it's a p- pretty tricky process apparently to find that post ID. So all right, I'm noting that literally that pen one. in hand. Okay, good. Taylor Taylor will love it. I wanted to ask too, like we talked a lot about ASCDA, the future of of, uh, of AI in, in in Meta and the process. Of all the tools that you've had your hands on, what what personally has been the, the your favorite thing that you've you've shipped uh, on the Meta team? I will give you two answers. I'm going to cheat. Uh, I would say one of them is the early days of cross border business when we expanded our lookalikes and delivery and targeting to be global delivery and international lookalikes, so that. Many businesses who didn't know they could find customers in a geography that was totally out of reach, they thought they could, and therefore had a lot of, uh, you know, powerful stories about businesses scaling and expanding because of the increased revenues. So that was one. That was early days, and I, you know, it was it was very cool to see the whole overall, you know, global nature and being able to do that for businesses of all sizes around the globe. And I would say the second one is Advantage Plus shopping. Just you know, the scale at which and the, the fact that it, it just really started working around the holidays, Q4 2022, when people were testing. And then now we're seeing more and more of the portfolio and we're bringing more of the, you know, various futures to it. It's, it's just really, really, you know, has been a gratifying and, you know, really fun journey. And uh, and it's just the beginning, right? Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, gonna it's something fun. you'll build on for for decades, you know, for for years and years and years, right? It sounds like like this this advantage plus platform. I've, I always thought of it more as a tool, but hearing you describe it, it's obviously this sort of suite of products that you're going to kind of keep building on. Yeah, and I think and I think like the ad creative part that you and I like touched on, and I know we're almost at time, but I I just want to emphasize this point again, like creative is so key, and being able to use some of these AI tools, generative AI tools to really get the iterating on the creative with the right insights is going to make 
everyone's campaigns perform better and stronger and all of that. So I think this is why leaning into the AI tools now and into the future is going to help all marketers be smarter, more efficient, and faster. And I think with the holiday season ahead of us, I think this is a really timely conversation you and I are having because I think hopefully folks will get some key insights from this and implement tomorrow into what they're doing on the platform. Here's one question before we finish. With ASC, with it being sort of this gumbo pot, smart gumbo pot mentality, how do you handle things like when you do have specific messages that need to get out in timely fashions? Do you like if we're doing a holiday or specifically maybe like a Black Friday campaign, would you make a specific campaign that that has all of your your holiday messaging in it? Or is it smart enough to know like when to serve the messaging and when not? How does that work? I, I, I the former, I would make a very specific so that you you still have more of, and now you can test within that, right? Make the holiday message, test the holiday message. And you can even test a business as usual campaign versus letting ASC automate and see the comparison. We have a tool where you literally click a button and then your business as usual campaign becomes an ASC campaign and you're able to compare and contrast. I wouldn't get hyper specific, but I would be, you know, targeted in terms of, okay, you know, without going too too many ad, you know, creation accounts and stuff, you know, I would just make sure that you have great creative and message testing you're doing for the holiday. I love it. And so that, so yeah, any final advice? I, I love that we're, this is such great timing because I know so many advertisers are just starting, you know, they're really starting to think about Q4. I think there's some economic factors heading into this Q4 that might be intimidating some brands. But as you say, this is the, the first season of AI. It's going to be really interesting to see how it all plays out. What any, any final words for people kind of thinking about the holiday season already and, and how they're going to make the most of it using, using AI and AI products? I mean, it is going to be this amazing holiday season powered by AI. So lean into it would be my advice. Performance five, to find the success on Meta, like really, really uh, take that on board and, you know, apply that. And uh, you really use AI tools for creative strategy and, um, and lots of testing. And then, of course, you know, play with it. And I think this is for this holiday season and ongoing, we as an industry are at, at such a great tipping point. And I think the more we lean in and help these models and tools develop to achieve the outcomes we need, I mean, we, marketers need to lean in and use these. And, you know, with more learning, it's machine learning. So it, it needs that. I think uh, they're going to get smarter and better. So, but net, net, lean into the AI powered tools. It'll be more efficient, more powerful, and hopefully better returns for the, uh, you know, overall campaigns you're running. Agreed. Goksu has spoken. Meta has spoken. Let's get on these AI-powered tools, guys. Thanks for coming on the DC podcast. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait till you come back and talk about the next big aspect that uh, that Meta is building. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think you and I talked about doing this also at Con next year, right? That's right. You convinced me. I, I have to go to Con next year so you can catch DTC and Meta at Con next year. I've, I've never been to France, so it's I think it's time. Well, hopefully I'll see you there or before then. Nice. Okay. Thanks, Goksu. This is great. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.